Welcome to The Leaky Nib, a podcast about pens. This show is not suitable for work because swearing is encouraged. It's like a pen show after dark, but it's a podcast. I'm Kat Palmasano. And I'm John Phelan. Welcome to The Leaky Nib, episode 16. 16. Featuring special guest... Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) Your name is just so perfectly created. It is. And I own it on all the places. Do you? I do. So if... um, Even Etsy? I think I do have it on Etsy, yeah. Do you? I think I do, yeah. So listeners, if you don't remember, Matthew Morse is a friend of the show who actually was on episodes three and four with us um, and is a well-known fountain pen aficionado as well as graphic designer who works for the city of Sumter in South Carolina and is here to hang out with us today. What's up? Welcome. Welcome. What's been new since we last talked? Um, made it through the holidays. That's always that's always a, a thing. You know, something that everybody has to brave. <laughs> make it through it, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Any yeah. new pen acquisitions? Yeah, uh, I, I landed my first Nakaya this mm. week, so that's pretty good. Um, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I got the. I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation, but the the Kikio, the Piccolo Rider, in like the Kikio blue. It's just a super good. Just such a good blue color. It's a blur- Do you have it? Blurple. Can we look at it? it? Blurple. So I like, like, yeah. I like it's in that. my pants pocket as <laughs> cat cringes. It's in a case. It's in a rickshaw uh, squishy case. Yeah, with the ultra plush liner. Oh, and I, I did uh, ruthenium trim on that blue, which is. Yeah, so this is. In, in comparison. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah. It's because it's not the normal it's stainless. Not, yeah. so in I comparison, did. here's rhodium, John. Mm-hmm. On yeah. this other Nakaya, you've maybe never seen that I had. I, I've seen it online, so <laughs> it's it's already old news by now. Um, yeah, so Matthew and I both managed to snag Nakayas. Um, they are happen. They, are to, they both the same model? No, mine is the Naka Eye, which is the longer um, shape. It's like a piccolo on top, but then the tail part goes longer. See. Yeah. Um, and mine is in the Oi Murasaki. It's like a mauvey pink color, but I have the rhodium trim, and he got. Ruthenium. I think I, I really like the ruthenium. Trim. Yeah, yeah, the ruthenium. The too. If you, when you uncap really well. the, my pen specifically, it has it's the metal threads, and so it's it's you know it's got that black down there, which looks really good. It so that's ties black, all not in. not ebonite threads. That's black metal. Black metal. So the other I option. I guess it is. Yeah, I, I guess that's what. I guess that's the part that is metal. Mm-hmm. No, it's hard to tell. Because you can do ebonite threading, I thought. As this an is called the metal thread, so we assume that this yeah, is what they're talking about. Yeah. But you can see that it's ruthenium nib too. Yeah, oh, it's so beautiful. Good. That's so good. That's yeah. So good. And I love, I love that the nibs on these. I mean, I think that platinum makes phenomenal nibs anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, it's a sort of a subtle detail, but I love the, I love the shape of platinum nibs. They're sort of flat. Yeah. They're not, you know, like rounded. They don't have that you know, pronounced arch that a lot of nibs have. So. Yeah. I spoke with uh, our friend, uh, Mr. Bacchus, about um, how the nibs come from the factory at Nakaya and that they'll, like, hand-tune them with stones. What? Really, he can tell a Nakaya that's been done from Japan versus one from nibs. Hmm. Interesting. Just based on the way they it sand looks. it. Yeah. Hmm. Which is so freaking cool. I love little details like that. That's really neat. 
Yeah, your piccolo is just totally killer. Yeah, it's a great color. Um, good size too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good size pen. I'm I'm a huge fan of the Sailor Pro Gear. That's that's definitely my hands down my favorite pen. And so this this is real real close in size. Almost exactly. Almost exactly. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. almost identical in size. The piccolo. It's such a good color. Like, Again, one of those that you look past online because everyone goes for the heckies and the yeah yeah and I know, just figured and that's like, uh, do something a little bit different mm. you know it's one of those faster. things where I um I'm really into the Naka eye shape which is the longer one obviously I have two now I have the this oh, mauve yeah they're both the same yeah and then obviously my um Milky Way is also can a Naka eye yeah here can you go I see the other one the new one yeah um but when I held Matthew's Piccolo I was like well. <laughs> <laughs> now I want a piccolo. I think I want to get an Ishime piccolo. The shape is really fantastic. It's a great shape. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a really cool shape. That's a great way to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, everything about these is just... Oh, does that upset you? Matthew just posted it. It posts well. Uh, does it have the... Uh, it says on the website. You know, it's, it posts what's, with caution. What's cool, on, like, the, on, the, on the Namikis, they have felt lining inside the cap oh do they so when you if you uh cap it or post it yes yeah, i assume this it one doesn't. doesn't i don't think it does yeah, I, can't I don't think it's going to really do anything to it yeah I mean, so the finish on these you're supposed to use it that's why yeah, it's yeah. finished in the sarushi so it wears and the wabi sabi wabi sabi wabi sabi gorgeous that's really neat isn't it good purchases yes yeah. so that's new and then added some more sailors to the collection i'm always adding sailors so. <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, yeah. Let's let's see your Galen pen case, Matthew. We want to see some sailors. Show us all the sailors. So Matthew has a Galen 10 pen leather case from Lemur Inc. That was uh, sent to him. Shameless plug for Lemur Inc. There. I bought it. Oh, well, you did I'll, I buy it? I don't it. know how it happened, but so what we have here, we have a Sailor Riallo. Ske what is this called? Skeleton? Skeleton, yeah. It's got the red finials. It's like a demo. Yeah. Mm. And then a Fuji. Yeah, Fujiyama or something, I think, is the name mm. of that one. I'm, again, probably butchering the pronunciation on that one. That was pretty stunning. It, it was a, a bung box exclusive uh, with a really pretty finial that, up top. That green. Unscrew the cap. It's sort of a tealy, oceany That's a great color. That's a great color. It's... Whoa. It what? has a metal section. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Damn. Again, they... They get all the good. They do. Yeah, all the yeah, good yeah. stuff. And look at the cap finial. And then the cap finial has Mount Fuji oh. on it in Rodden. That's fantastic. Yeah, I really like that one. You can't really see it in here because of the lighting, but the finials on this are sort of a light blue color and they have sparkle in them. Like you, they kind of sparkle. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love that because it looks, it looks low key enough. Yeah. And, you know, it's mm -hmm. not super flashy. Right. And then what's this one? The Lighthouse. That's the US, That was the first mm -hmm. U.S. I guess edition of the Pro Gear. Was that the first U.S. exclusive? No, I don't Lighthouse? think. Of I don't the, know. Of think the Pro so. Gear, yeah. maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, because they did 1911s first. I thought, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. so. And then this is the Sky Blue. Yep. And the regular demonstrator. Regular demo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You love demos, don't you? I do. I'm a yeah. sucker for a demonstrator. Do you have that? Do you have the Pelican one with you? I do. Can I? Do you have it with you yeah, now? Yeah, we both of them. Oh yeah. And then you've got a nibless rhodium trim one that's going to get Arushied. Yep. What is this? Turquoise launcher? Yep. Purple launcher. Yep. Both with gold hardware, but we'll forgive you for that. Um, 
I like Actually, the gold hardware. Actually, you only have three pens with gold hardware. The rest are rhodium or and that's, ruthenium. And that, that's like a ruthenium gold, it looks like. kind of. Right? It's kind of like a dusty gold. Yeah. It's pretty. And then this one is tequila sunrise and then the imperial matte black. I, I don't hate any of those. No, these are, you I know? mean, totally killer. Great I, job, Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of specially curated what, what, sailor. What nib uh, selection are we looking at here? Uh, Range. So... Fines and mediums mostly. I think there's okay. one broad in there. Um, is this the one with the broad? That is the one. With the so broad. they're all pretty much like rideable. Like you don't have a crazy no, architect or zooms or anything funky. This is the, an architect, isn't it? Yeah, there's an architect on the Imperial Black. It came that way from the guy I bought it from. Oh, nice. Um, I'm actually not a huge architect fan, but I'm a huge fan of that pen. Yeah, and I it's just, such a good price. Just so got my first architect. So if anybody has a normal Imperial Matte Black Sailor nib in uh, finer medium. Medium or broad. Medium or broad. <laughs> you can trade with Matthew for his Mark Bacchus architect. It is a fantastic architect in the way of, you know, it's, it, in so much as an architect can be fantastic. <laughs> I just am not a huge fan of it. But I had to get it because it was a good price on the pen. Yeah. This is cool. So this is the M600. It's 805. 805. Uh, the demonstrator. The etched demonstrator. So it has yeah. all the uh, the parts labeled on the pen. That's so cool. It's He's real cool. Really it takes a lot of boxes for me. Did you have that pen when we recorded last? I don't think so. I think you're in the process of getting it. I think it, yeah, it was, I think it was this maybe is a limited one. edition from when? Do you remember? A few years ago, because that's the second one I've owned. The first one I owned, I uh, put it in an ultrasonic cleaner to get some ink out of it, and it took all the white lettering oh, out, of the, yeah. out of the etchings. Yeah. Um, and Pelican actually replaced the barrel for me under warranty. Oh wow! Um, With a stern talking to of like, oh yeah, don't. they gave me a bunch of shit about it. They weren't they were not kind about it, but they did it. Um, I mean, I offered to pay for it. I offered to pay for the repair, and they were huh. like, "No, we'll do it, but just know that we won't do it again." You're like, "I'm okay, sorry." Dad. Yeah, okay, Dad. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, That's a beautiful pen. Yeah. Also, Dad, if you're listening to this, I did shut the front door. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to heat the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> Don't touch the thermostat. <laughs> is this your favorite pen? Uh, yeah, that one probably is my favorite pen. And we're, and by um, this, I mean his 805, the Pelican. It's beautiful. Yeah, I, mean, I love demonstrators. Um, I have a little bit of an engineering background, and so the labels on that just remind me of the yeah. labels from an engineering drawing. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. So it's got a kind of a cool, it's just a cool aesthetic. And the nib on that pen is stupid good like mm -hmm. right out of the box it was perfect it's an extra fine and it was just that's my favorite pelican nib yep it's mm. um because that make makes it like a medium correct it's basically a japanese it's, medium yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah what yeah. ink do you have in here i have waterman serenity blue serenity blue yeah it's not the turquoisey it's the more blue oh blue. yeah serenity blue which has an pretty good amount of sheen to it that i didn't expect from from such a because everybody talks about how that ink is so gentle and everyone you know people love waterman it's a beautiful yeah. ink, i don't hear yeah. anyone go anything bad about waterman nope. ever it's it's awesome like the the amount of sheen in this is, is pretty incredible so um it's good yeah it's you've good. got a hell of a handful right there with your m805 and your nakaya and my nakaya yeah it's but they're both pretty much like i ascribe it to like you and your aesthetic, and they don't seem flashy or too much. Yeah. But then again, we're also all pretty jaded at this point now. Yeah, I'm pretty low-key so, like, when it comes to pens. That's very on-brand, and they're so gorgeous. Yeah, I don't do anything, like, real ostentatious or loud. Or, what are you talking about? You know, 
as far as pens. <laughs> I'm yeah. all ostentatious. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you, you have know, an the orange more glitter, the better. You have an orange pen. I do. I mean, that's kind of yeah. That's that, that's probably as loud as I get. It's like an orange. That's not pen. too bad. Yeah. I mean, do so. you do you take do you ever use it like in a work in a professional setting? Ever? Oh, I do. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty ostentatious then. Yeah. For most people, for us, it's I mean, like, I think a fountain pen in general is just a little ostentatious, right? I mean, that's also true. Not untrue. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. people say anything? Because you work in an actual office. Everyone, with, yeah, because I work in local government, so every once in a while, people will, oh, you know, wow, like, you know, and everybody always thinks they're old. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen one of those since nineteen. 19- Whatever. I haven't seen one of those <laughs> since school when they made me write with one. Yeah. You know? like, You're yeah. like, well, I just bought it like yesterday. Yeah, it's yeah. brand new. They'll and... ask me, well, how old is that? I'm like, oh, I don't you know. It's made a month ago. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know when it came off the production line exactly, but, you know. Yeah. So they're always, you know. And then we, um, kind of a funny little like, anecdotal thing from work is we, they were passing around the order sheet for these little planners that they give us at work that are kind of issued to us if we want them. And they have different formats, whatever, you know, pocket ones or whatever. And they're like, oh, you know, here, Matthew, like, you know, fill out your name on the, you know, pick out whatever you want us to order. And I was like, no, I'm good. And they're like, oh, no, like, you like, you know, this seems like right up your alley. We're going to give you, we're going to do planners. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I was trying not to be, like, bougie yeah, about, about it. You know, yeah. That guy. And then, like, you know, fuck and off with your crappy like, paper. Yeah, look, they've got this cool shape. they got this, they got this. I'm like, I just don't want to write in the, like, I'm, like, so I'm going to give just, them away. Yeah. I'm going to use it as a coaster. Right, yeah. gonna get, it's, it, it might be a door stopper. Like right. you don't. So know. finally, I was just. They were like, they were like, but don't you like paper and stuff? I'm like, yeah, but not that paper. Like, that's garbage. Yeah, like, no, no like, yeah. I write on Midori yeah. and Tomoe River, and like, fuck off with your crap. Yeah, There's no to way to not sound like a dick. I know exactly, and I was trying to not sound you know ungrateful. So at some point, yeah. I was kind of like, well, man, maybe I should just order one and then throw it away, just <sighs> so that I don't have to be. Mm-hmm. So finally, it's just like, I do like paper, but I don't like this paper. Yeah. You know? <laughs> my uh, my uh, DHL guy gave me a notebook, and it's actually not terrible. Really? I mean, it's not good, but it right. doesn't just like insta-feather. Uh, so in that aspect, it It just passes. takes a little while for it to feather. Right. <laughs> sure. right. As the ink dries, it just so bleeds yeah. into the fibers. And yeah, yeah. What notebook do you usually use at work? I use a Midori notebook and a5 cotton um, or just a regular not the cotton just the regular just the plain mm-hmm. the cheap ones that you get from you know jet pens or amazon or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. just a little a5 guy um or uh seven c's but mm-hmm. they don't do the they don't do the grid i have one left that i actually got from cat yeah because i don't like a grid grid i like a dot grid and matthew likes a I like grid a graph grid, paper grid mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. graph mm-hmm. grid is, and is i had a game. grid grid so i gave it to him because i don't like a grid grid i like yeah, a and dot they don't grid. make the grid anymore nobody nobody Makes a really good gridded Tomoe River. River. It's notebook. all dot grid. I think it's not as po- it's definitely not as popular. No, it's not. It's so dot. if anybody out there in paper making land is listening, Daryl, I'll give you the a couple, dollars. A couple of people, yeah, I'll give my, you the dollars realistic. for a good, a good like couple hundred page graph paper Tomoe River notebook. I'm sure it can be arranged. Like the heavier Tomoe River too. Sixty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty eight or whatever. Yeah. That's your dream notebook? Yep. Now everyone knows. <laughs> what kind of cover would you have on it? You know, I don't get real worked up about covers because they always get dirty and messed up. So just a whatever cover. Doesn't matter. I'll throw stickers and shit on them too. So, And when I a lot, when I used to buy all my notebooks from, from Nanami, from Seven Seas or whatever, I would get the little plastic covers a lot of time. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Little clear yeah. plastic guy. Yeah. Just so I could put stuff on it, like stickers mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Sticker person, so. Mm. Yeah, we both may or may not have multiple. Don't you have some of Matthew's stickers? I have a few on mine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a hippo with me. I have my beater. It might get coffee stained rodeo with me. 
Yeah. And I have no stickers on yours. Speaking of stickers, um, now at pen shows, you can find us and use the magic password of this is not LaCroix and you can have your choice of a button or a sticker. I think we're almost out of buttons, so that's a good... Oh, we'll have to so reorder. So you, you will get a sticker. <laughs> I'll, I'll reorder some buttons for us. you have us. some with me now? War with you now? No, they're at my house. I want them to be for LA. We're, you're coming to my house in two days, John. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, the next Hoosier Pen Club is coming up. That's uh, part of the reason Matthew's in town is for our Hoosier Pen Club. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, and, I think uh, it'll be a good time. It's going to be at my house this time. That'll be great. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited too. It was fun last time. Yeah. We all, I mean, we always have fun, even when it's like, we don't know who's going to be there. We don't know how long we're going to be there. I'm curious mm -hmm. to see how many people show up, though, because... I'm afraid it's going to be over 30. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, it's getting out of control. That's why I was like, are you sure you want to have it at your house? I'm like, okay. I'm fine with it. We'll just put people downstairs. Like, I'll pull out extra chairs. I'll turn on all the lights so people can see. Yeah. Um, It'll be fine. It'll be great. I'm excited yeah. about it. What about you, man? Any new acquisitions? Anything um, new? Well, oh, up? oh, I think there's something very new, John. Hmm? Uh, I, uh, just in case anyone's wondering, I'm I'm taking over the questionnaire. The questioning. Oh, here, I'll, I'll hand you the iPad. I'm um, I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I, uh, shit, that's big. That's yeah. what she said. <laughs> she said as he pulls it out of his out of his not co case. Uh. <laughs> Oh, the M1000. Yes, yes. Did you get this at a pen show recently? It is, uh, it's a Philly pen show acquisition. How did uh, you come to acquire? You know what? I love that you went with the green. Mm. Just the mm -hmm. classic Pelican green and black it's with so, the gold. It's so good, man. It's just, yeah. It's so good. That nib is uh, Here, huge. I have Mom, a little Masubi yes. you can write in, fine. Matthew. It's a, it's a fine, but... Uh, but it writes like a double rod. It basically is a flex pen. Oh, and the tines will misalign as you write, and it's totally normal. Oh, yeah, that's right. A bunch of people are talking about oh, how that's springy. so bouncy. Yeah. Super bouncy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, uh, you know me, I'm not ever going to say a pen has flex, but that actually does have some flex qualities to it. It's just because it's such a big nib. <laughs> that is a gigantic it's, pen. It is big even in Matthew's hands, I, uh, and he has large hands. I went to write something last night after not using it all day. And went, whoa, like when I picked it up, because I forget. I'm used to like a vanishing point 823, and I'm like, God, this is a fucking monster. That's beautiful, it's, though. Um, fire hose. It is. And I had Mr. Bacchus do some. Oh. <laughs> so wet. Quizzy Azure number five in there. Um, it's, uh, and Mr. Bacchus did just a little loving on it. Yeah, just doing it was such It was such a great acquisition. So shout out to Kaylin for helping kind of proxy this one. It was. The estate of the guy who died. Oh yeah, I, uh, I saw, uh, Thomas, Blanchard. Thomas Blanchard. Yeah, yeah. he and, unfortunately um, passed away last year. And they were selling off this. The family was selling off his pens at the show. I saw a bunch of people picked stuff and up. I mean, he there had hundreds some, of pens. A lot of pens, and they didn't even get through them all. Really? At the show, but Kalen bought this one, and he goes, "You know, I bought an M1000." He came to my table, and I'm like, "Ooh, goes, do you want it?" I'm like, "What nib is it?" Fine. Like, no, nah, I don't want it. And later at the bar, he has it out. I'm like. Damn, that's really good. Wait, you I, didn't I buy it directly from Thomas Blanchard's estate? No. <laughs> no, it was a proxy. It's a pen, ultimate pen show kind of story where it's like it gets passed around once. Right. And I, I tried it at the bar and I had the cash in my pocket because I knew I'm probably going to buy this. Hmm. And uh, so, so he bought it and just didn't love it? or He bought just... it and was like, I'll sell it to you for what I paid for it. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't say no. Someone around me was like, what are you doing? Just buy it. Like, yeah, that's a phenomenal pen, dude. Do and, not, and I love that it's the classic up. Pelican Green. 
Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't get too worked up about green pens typically, but I think that yeah. Pelican, I think they're, they're, that just that classic Pelican color scheme is just so good. I never saw myself with gold or green or any of this kind of aesthetic at all, yeah. but it really works. It's beautiful. I it think it's really stunning. something beautiful about, you know, unfortunately Thomas passed away, but that his family was able to recognize what he had in his pens. Sure. And recognize that was a big part and then like to get those back out into the hands of other fountain pen lovers, I think is really special. And then the fact that they're giving all the proceeds to I think part of the proceeds part, part yeah. of the proceeds to charity, which is a cool yeah. way yeah. to sort of sort of, you know, yeah. extend his he legacy. Was a, he so. was actually a customer. Of, uh, oh, he, he was. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's really, I try not to think about it too much, like having someone's, a deceased person's pen, but at, right. a, at a certain point, every used pen you buy is yeah. a deceased person's pens. Right. At some point, it's going to be that way, but it's, but it's kind of cool to have it stay within the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's beautiful that you get to give his pen another life, you know, with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a good way to think about it. Actually. So is, yeah. that, is that a permanent member of the collection then? I think so until I... You know, I don't think anything's really permanent for me. I go really, yeah. until I, if I stop using it and go, maybe I get an M800 and like this more. Mm -hmm. You then, would maybe sell that? Maybe. Oh. Maybe. You two nothing, both do that more than I do. Nothing to me is ever permanent. I go, if the moment it's, it stops being used on a regular basis, it gets in the, you're on deck. Right. <laughs> I pretty much don't, I catch and don't release almost always. <laughs> mm. I'm a big catch and release guy. And all the things, all the hobbies. And it's yeah. really because I don't have a ton of expendable income yeah. for hobbies. And so usually if I want something, I need to get rid of something to get something else. Yeah, you're with that way with like watches we talked about. Yeah. You're that doing that watches. a lot less now, Doing it though. less now, like being a little bit more careful and a little bit more sort of intentional, intentional about what I buy. Yeah. I mean, like those two in your hand, you're never going to sell those. No, no. But I might trade them for an M1000 or oh something. Oh, my God. That's the thing. You're not going to, but you might. He's not going to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Ask me. Ask me what I've gotten new, John. Hey, Cat. What have you gotten new? <laughs> we just. We just. Well, you, Ignoring we mentioned, me. We mentioned the. Oh, Cat's here. I, hi, Cat. Hey, Cat. We talked about the Nakaya that you have. Wow. You have another. I have another new pen, and I'm holding it right in here. In prosthetic bone color. It is in prosthetic bone color. So, obviously, the Nakaya we talked about. Um, and I have, like, three sailors coming from Japan and one sailor coming from Canada. And one coming from Australia. Don't judge a running, me. a running tab. It's fine. Sailor. Everything is fine. <laughs> this literally got delivered to my house this morning mm. um, before we left to come up and podcast. Um, this is my now second Kasama Una. And it is in peak. Hold on. Wait. John is like giving me like finger claw motions over here. This is peak, <laughs> which you know more about loop. this than I do. But this is a plastic material that is like stain resistant and used in medical procedures. Um, but anywho, it's. Um, it's the color of a hospital bed. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like a, a beige kind of color. But so this is a. Sickly a, beige. Absolutely stunning pen from Kasama. And when I was, I, I reached out to them, I don't know, six weeks ago and said, hey, if you have, or maybe even longer, I said, if you have any Unas that come up in peak, let me know. 
And then they were like, yeah, we're actually going to have Salmon Peak in January. So there were two made. And um, I was talking to Alvin and Mark of Kasama. And Mark said, hey, you know, we have this finish we don't really offer to people. Because usually Peak is either polished or sandblasted. Um, but there's this finish that we can do that's a bamboo finish that's sort of this linear engraved situation um, if you're interested. And I said, um, yes. So I have a bamboo finish on my peak, and it has a grind on it from Mark of Kasama. Mm -hmm. So um, Mark, you can see what the polish looks like on the section, but um, so Mark of Kasama is, I've, we've spoken about him previously. He is um, a neurologist, I believe, and a, a physician um, over in... Uh, the Philippines and so he and I chat a lot and he said but I'm trying to do more nib grinding would you be interested in a custom grind from me and I was like hell yeah and he had me send him like the pictures of how I write and mm. he wrote he made me this architect grind how is it it is the best architect I have okay can I may yeah I, may now I? you can have it may so I have I don't know how many architects do you suppose I have now at this point six or eight I might even be into double digits at this point. I have a lot of architects. Is that architects. your favorite grind? It is. Mm -hmm. she's a because side I'm a side writer. writer. <laughs> that well, is yeah. the side best. Writers. That is the best architect I own. Um, now, I have some architects coming from Japan. Uh, so we'll see how those are. It's another different nib person's interpretation of an architect. But That's good. It is so good, isn't it? Yes. That, that finish is really cool. It's so tactile in a very, very pleasant way. It, hopefully this isn't taken the wrong way. It feels 3D printed, that kind of material. Where yeah. It's like a matte finish. Oh, yeah. just because it's so matte. Yeah. Yeah. I don't take that negatively. It doesn't Hot. look 3D Peak printed. It's such a weird material, too. It's pretty dense. It's kind of, kind of a dense flat, but it's real lightweight. But it it's real... Definitely kind of does have that sort of medicinal, which is very fitting, It's perfect. I'm going to use also, it at work. Also yeah. something that I look at and go, this is never a pen. This is never a color or finish I would ever want. That's because, fine. Because I go, it, it is sort of medical grade. And you put, I love but, it. But I for love you, it's like, this peak. is. Mm -hmm. Matthew would buy one. Yeah, I'd, I'd get a sandblasted peak. You know what? This would be cool in white. It would be cool in white. The Una? This finish, because it'd be kind of Stormtrooper. Or if you did like oh. white and black. They mm -hmm. do. Um, I've seen them do some custom peaks that are, they have a like a death a Stormtrooper like um, roll stop on them. Mm-hmm. And they, they also, I think they've turned some black aluminum mm -hmm. uh, sections and done it with... Like a white... I think I think Laypod has... She, I think she's the one that I maybe she has, has it. she has the one that has the black with the clear, maybe, frosted. I think she has the most Kasama pens of anyone. Mm -hmm. She's <laughs> the most pens of anyone. I'm so jealous. I want more Kasamas. These are, I mean... She has an like, amazing Old One collection. Do you know about Old One pens? Have you seen uh, those? Uh -uh. Oh, man. They are like, they just got like a cool vintage vibe to them. They do them in these like crazy ebonites. And uh -huh. I really want one of those. That's that's way up on my list. Sort of, sort of. What, I mean, what, el what else is on your grail list? Top three, maybe. Why do you look at me like I know? I'm just, well, you probably do know. The you Lagoon, know, I, I think the, Sailor I think Lagoon. the list changes all the time. Yeah, I mean, definitely a Sailor Lagoon. Um, the Lagoon Blue or whatever, mm. the... You know, those are those are always hard to find, and when they come up, they go so fast. And so, oh wait, I don't know why I'm blanking yet. That is my f freaking favorite color. Yeah, the light blue with the with the bright green. The finials. bright green ends. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. John texted me and he's like, "Have you seen this pen?" I was like, "Yes, John." 
Well, I didn't. So I yeah. don't know. I'm not a sailor dealer, and I uh, and I saw that one, and I was like, "Oh, this one's cool." Mm-hmm. And yeah, of course, it's, it's the hardest one to get. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I really want the Aurora Black Mamba or whatever. Yeah, those always they come up for great prices, and they always come up when I don't have the cash. The platinum mm-hmm. Azumo. Yeah, the platinum Azumo. Those are great too. Yeah, Do you like really the one, like... the multicolor one? I haven't seen the. Uh, it's like an Art Deco. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got all like the crazy yeah. like triangles and yeah, stuff on cr- it. Yeah, yep. it's I fantastic. really love that one actually. Fantastic. Fact. That's the one I showed you. In, I know uh, Dallas. Well, see, that's you, you would buy that like over it. a solid black one. I probably would. Yeah, that's mm. pretty ostentatious to me. Yeah, but that. that but it works. Yeah, the but it like works. the Arushi work on that is phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, Matthew is a big fan of Arushi. I'm a massive fan of Arushi. Yeah. What are you sending off to Bocamondo? I'm going to send off a Pelican M600 to Bocamundo. Mm. I got the blue one. Mm. Um, acquired it from a, another pen friend. York. We worked out a little trade with York. Nice. Yeah. nice. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice, York, nice. yeah, and so he he basically, I wanted his pen. I was trying to sell these other two. Uh-huh. So he took my two and then flipped them immediately to basically get him. And actually, he got more money than he would have if he had sold the Pelican outright. So. I, I love this. Yeah. This is, it's perfect. Yeah. This is we awesome. love York, send, so send, he's uh, a great guy. Yeah. I know he's probably listening. He was a great guy to meet at the Atlanta show last year. I hope we get to see guy. him again. Yeah. yeah. He's I, a great I love guy. how each pen show, there's like certain people that yep. come to each show, and you're like, yeah. you haven't seen him for a year, and you're like, hey, it's, you know, it's such, a, it's such a fun thing. Yep. York's a good guy. Kalen's a good guy. Super love, uh, super love, Kalen. Dude, we had so much fun. We had a watch meetup. Oh, he's so got, I, he's got an insane. His his watch collection uh, went from like a Speedmaster only. Yeah. Now he's got a. He bought a sub, uh, bought a Rolex uh, Submariner, a GMT. He, yeah, bought a GMT. Did he buy a GMT also? And a Grand speak, Seiko. Speak English. Watch. This, this is English. What's a GMT? Uh, it's a. Uh, is that that watch that you said does two time zones? Yep. It does multiple time zones. Technically, you can do three time zones with a GMT. So. By what Utterly brand? Fantastic. What? Ro- Rolex. Yeah, yeah. Ro- yeah. So Rolex. It's a Rolex. Yeah. All GMTs are Rolexes? Also, Kalen no. has an insane no. oh, okay. Conid collection as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> all the Conids. Hey, yeah. we, we should have Kalen on the, the show. Yeah. yeah if, He's if the first ever. person I saw with a giraffe. With the Kona giraffe, yeah. which is such an absurd. <laughs> it's a very, very long demonstrator pen, oh like twice God. the length of a normal well, it holds pen. Holds like what six mil, six mils of ink or something. like <laughs> Probably that? for all, yeah. Because who needs that? Conid, Conid mission requirements are like absurd. They're like it needs to be this kind of mil spec. Like right. okay, cool, <laughs> sure. I mean, I think it was one of those things. They were like, could we make this? Not should we make this? Oh, oh for, yeah, for absolutely. sure. It was very absolutely. Could we? Not a should we? God. Do you have any um, new resolutions for 2020, like pen and writing related? Um, no, you know, just keep up with that intentionality and buying stuff, not just grabbing stuff because I think it's cool or because it's cheap or because I can. Mm-hmm. Just still sort of trying to get things that are important or, you know, in some way. That's kind of what I think all three of us have that mm-hmm. for 2020 is be, I mean, mine is generally, personally, be more intentional. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to, Read a book, I'm going to read a book. If I'm going to watch a movie, I'm going to watch a movie. I'm not going to dick around with other stuff while right. I do that. But also in purchasing, go, okay, I want this, this, and this. So even the M1000 ends, much as it seems like it was just sort of on a whim, which it was, right. I knew in my head at some point this year. You wanted I'm getting, an M1000. I'm getting yeah. an M1000 in green stripe, yeah. or I'm getting something else. But if that comes up for sale, sure. I mean, right you've price. been talking about an M1000 for 
I would say probably at least six months you wanting know, it. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, like somebody will say, like, see my M800, my 805. And yeah. they'll say, oh, man, I, I wish I could afford one of those. I just, I, you know, I could never get one of those. And then they open up their pen case and they've got 35 Twisby Ecos. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, dude, if you, if you would have bought only 20 Twisby Ecos, you, you know, or whatever, 15 yeah. Twisby yeah. Ecos, yeah. like, you could have taken that other 20 times 30 and bought yourself. Just budget. I mean, just, yeah. just just take five bucks and go stick it in a like mm-hmm. a like a tip jar and just right, go. Exactly. Eventually, I'm gonna have enough money for it. Because yeah. you know, I used to have a pen collection. Yeah. that was 250, 300 pens. Yeah. But they were all little like you know the most expensive one in there was maybe 150 bucks. You know, and it, and I was always like, oh, I can never afford. I think a lot of people are in that situation. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. uncommon to be in that, and that's like you know beginner to I'm into pens, but I'm never willing to break that right. barrier. But it's realizing that it's the same amount of money. It's just, do you care to have many pens or, like, a pen? Yeah. Because, like, we both got um, comments like, oh, I could never get an Akaya when we acquired our Akayas. Um, my Akaya was $700. But that's, like, three or four, like, normal-ish pens. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, they're they are definitely out of reach for a lot of people. But, but if but if, if you, you have, have those pens, you know, you could repurpose yeah. your collection and kind of either sell them or just not buy those lower end. Which is what I did. I consolidated my collection mm-hmm. down to for sure. You know, twenty really nice pieces. Right, you know? and so that's what I'm looking at doing. Is I have a, a mixed bag of a collection right now. With, I mean, I have most all of the Twisby Ecos, mm. but I'm trying to not buy. Um, you know, things that are in that more easy to palette impulse buy pen purchase price points. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's easy to be like, oh, I can justify $100 a lot more easily than I can justify $700. Um, but I think that um, just saying, you know what, I'll wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And if you do that seven times, then you can get your Nakaya. <laughs> yeah, I, think that, I think a lot of that comes from that sort of... Um FOMO. I call it like well, I call it like the Amazon Prime mentality. Like uh, I want it now. Uh-huh. That that instant gratification kind of thing. You know, right. where it's like, well, this isn't the pen that I want, but it's the pen that I can get right here in this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's more of a well, I've got something new rather than I got something new that I really wanted or that I love. Mm-hmm. You know. So and I know everybody. You know, I think everyone has that to some extent. Yep. And oh, I, I have that. It's awful. Like I get. I'm I'm bad <laughs> about it. <laughs> Yeah. But you've been doing a really great job with your pen collection, I, I think. Yeah. It's very, very curated and specific. And I think that that's something. I mean, and you don't have to. If you want to have a bajillion Twisby Ecos and that's it, that's cool. Like, I love whoever wants to collect however they want to collect. But I do think that there is a mentality shift that you can do and acquire these, you know, definitely higher end pens. By the way, speaking of Twisby Ecos, just in general, so the. White and rose gold is mm. pretty stunning. By oh, the way. But, God, it's so good. But if you ever look at, like, Twisby's Instagram feed where they share other, like, people's collections or whatever, mm. people have insane Twisby collections mm-hmm. that are, like, really beautiful to look Kimberly at wow. in their entirety. Yeah, one of every single <laughs> color, yeah. 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 Like, and, but to look at them in their entirety, it's a really fun. It's beautiful. It's, yeah, it's super they, fun. People really take it serious with the with the whole rainbow thing, and that's so fun. Because some people go, like, I don't care. I just want these in different colors. I'm inked with different inks. Mm-hmm. And, like, yep. they're not after that 
$700,000 writing experience or whatever material experience even. But to be fair, the Twisby Eco is $29.99, I believe. $28.99. $28.99. The Rose Gold was $49.99. Totally worth it, by the way. Yep. I have two of them. I got them. They're fucking gorgeous. They're, they're, so, they're so good. Yeah. Oh, they're my really God. Good. The plating is so fucking stunning. I'm not even a fan of the Twisby stunning. Eco, but like, mm. I love the Rose Gold. If they did it in navy and Rose Gold, I would be... We're really having a hard time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. the 580 was in navy and rose gold, you'd for sure buy oh, that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 And, but yeah, easily. Okay. Or like a precision. Yeah. Oh, that'd be neat. I wish they'd do a precision color. Navy and rose gold. So that yeah. that pen, the Twisby Eco at twenty eight ninety nine, is a steal. Yeah. In my opinion, because it is such a great writing experience. I mean, it really is. And I love it. And I carry my Twisby Eco alongside my Pelicans or in my Platinums and my Sailors. I mean, no problem. Yeah. I mean, I tell people that at pen shows. I go, I carry an Eco. I carry a Vanishing Point, And I carry a A23. And now an M1000 next to it. And they, I use them all equally. Yeah. And oh, it's I, an incredible I don't, pen. I don't think you can knock an inexpensive pen. It's just what your preferences are. And if you want, I mean, that that Nakaya and, and, and that blue, it's, it's gorgeous. But you have to go, okay, I'm not going to buy a couple things. Yep. Right. And I might have to sell Food. some stuff, but it'll be worth it. Unless you're independently Liberal. wealthy, in which case, can you come be our friend? <laughs> yeah, I want the kind of money where I can just buy Nakayas like on a whim. Yeah, I, I actually sold a kidney for the Nakaya. <laughs> yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. Plas- I, plasma exchange here, and I forwent, forwent, forgo, forgone, for forwent, for didn't. I didn't yes. eat for a month for the. <laughs> That's the name of the episode, by the way. What forwent for Nakaya? There you go. <laughs> or forwent for Irushi. Yeah. Is forewent a word? It, it is now. It's in the canon. Or well, whatever the proper word is. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll fix this in post. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, it's no. just going to be like a like a bleeping over top of it with yeah, John I'm going, not, I'm not going to edit. This is the appropriate word. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I apologize to all of you who are actually English people who speak English correctly because none of us do, clearly. Good. Yeah. yeah, we don't talk good. <laughs> <laughs> none of oh us particularly God. know he English don't, well. Don't talk right. <laughs> he don't talk right. Boy ain't right. Boy ain't right. <laughs> Something ain't right with him. He Bless ain't right. Your <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. I didn't, I didn't heart. know that that was a basically like just this. Oh, so bless your heart. Straight up middle finger. So that it's got various uses in the South. So it, it is either a very like sweet and dear, like, well, bless your heart. I'm sorry that happened to you. Like, yeah. you know, I hate that, that. I hate that you had to deal with that situation. But like, it's like, it's like, oh, you ran into that door. Well, bless your heart. And that's just like you fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 you know, just, yeah. yeah, that's great. It makes me concerned how many times you've told me that. <laughs> yeah. You've only been here for a yeah. day. Uh-huh. Oh, bless your. <laughs> heart. She finally caught on. Yeah, that's <laughs> bless <it>. her heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, shit. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the South is so interesting. I don't know anything. I know nothing. I feel like it's an interesting place. You know nothing, John. You know, you know nothing. You know nothing. Snow. <laughs> you know nothing. Can't do it. Yeah. I can't do that accent. No, that's, <laughs> that's okay. The Irish. She, yeah. What's, what was her name? Egret? Yes. <laughs> the wild, uh, the wild. So hot. <laughs> yeah. Egret Supra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you feel my eyes rolling Game in the podcast? Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, by the way, we have a new, our new pen instead of the, the Montegrappa Chaos. It's now the Montegrappa Game of Thrones because the Chaos is out of production. <gasps> so, oh. in researching this, I'm like, yeah, I should probably look up and see how much it costs and like where you can buy these when I was doing the show notes. And it's like 
Nowhere. No. You can't buy a Montegrappa Chaos oh, so, anymore? Oh, here, so I don't love Montegrappa pens just in general. I mean, um, the Montegrappa, Montegrappa is actually pretty cool. It is but, wonderful. Uh, did you see the new, the, the one made out of stone? No. It's, well, it's, well, hold on one second. Tell us. Tell us about it. So, so Montegrappa announced, I guess, this new, and it's, it's like diamond cut stone, and they're little thin panels over a carbon fiber core, and they're navy blue. <laughs> of course. With rose gold trim. It's actually absolutely beautiful. <laughs> On top. Yeah. It, it's, no, no. It's, it's, it's probably one of the least uh, flashy pens that I've seen them make. And one of, I mean, it's, it's like three grand. Yeah. Why, why don't you like them? Just out of curious. I think their stuff's just real kind of over the top. I don't like the ornate. It's kind of the same reason I don't like Stipula. Like, I think Stipula makes some really fun shapes. Yeah. But their clips are real, like, ornate and decorative. And I just don't. Yeah. I'm just, I like simple, clean, blocky. So the, the Montegraphic Chaos and the Game of Thrones are not here. Or the samurai one with a sword. They're and awful. They're <laughs> awful. I think it's. Like, don't, I just, put any, don't put a fucking gemstone on my pen, okay? Like, just, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> my next question. I mean, Ryan. But you know, Ryan Krusak makes pens out of gemstones too, like out of quartz and like labradorite and stuff. Yeah, but his don't look like they came out of a like a wizard's gift shop. <laughs> I love you, Montecraft, so much. I mean, they're, dude, they're, they're printing straight cash, though. Like, they don't, yeah. they don't care what we I think. think. No, they the, don't care. The reality is, though, like, Matthew's going to buy an M805 demonstrator. <laughs> dude, I'm not their target like, market. If I had no. five I grand, like I would no. probably buy no. some of those. Roth is their target market. I wouldn't buy the Chaos because yeah. it's not my yeah. style. But, like, yeah. there are some Montegrappas that I can't afford I that I would love to have. I mean, like that stone one that I was just telling you about. If I had 3200 bucks to spend on a pen... That's the one I'd buy. Like, I love it. It's God. super pretty. It's Yeah, their I stuff is so good. I just didn't know that Sylvester Stallone was the rep for oh, the Montegrappa Chaos. No. Oh, yes. And I that video. And I'm like, God, it's perfect. Did you watch the video? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You have to watch the video. It's so perfect. And uh, he's just holding it like like he's holding a cigar and just kind of like casually just laying there. And it's like, yeah. yeah. What's know. the name of that pen? Which one? The one you were just talking about, the gemstone one. I don't, I'm not. I don't remember. I think I saw it in. We'll add it. It came into an, an email or something. Somebody, somebody's email blast <laughs> yeah. that came out. You it's know, like airline international. One of the probably. Yeah, they have all the crazy, crazy stuff on so uh, it's, it's pretty though. It's <laughs> yeah. navy blue and rose gold. Yeah. Which is I'm not a huge like Sailor has a navy blue rose gold rose gold uh, yeah. pro gear that is gorgeous. I kind of want this just for how ridiculous it is. I the Montegrappa like Viking pen, where the, like you the cap is the top why? half of. Why? Like I looked at the chaos and I'm like, man, it would be hilarious to carry it just in your jeans pocket in the front, yeah, or like, just a, like yeah, or a shirt pocket and it just yeah. like, weighs your shirt down. You know, you have to the level of not giving a fuck oh, yeah. is so high to have that pen and actually yeah. use it and It'd not be, be like, oh, it's in the safe at home. Like, no, no, like I'm carrying it right. my Hummer. Like <laughs> it's going out with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like you you're not a Hummer or like the the Corvette that we saw on the way here. <laughs> The, the the blacked out Z06 with a massive wing on the back of it. Yeah. Phenomenal. E either super cool or super douchey, but it, it's like right. the Venn diagram mm -hmm. is there's not a lot of middle space there. Yeah. I feel like my retirement plan one day is to sell off everything 
buy the Montegrappa Chaos and open a used car dealership. <laughs> my friend, my friend. Yes, yes. Yeah. Come yeah. over here. Yes. Yeah. I have the perfect car for you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't pretty, but she runs. <laughs> yeah. Slaps the hood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or that too. Yeah. cat falls off. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, man. I was like, you know, used exotics or something. You right. Know, it's the worst. Yeah. Just like a, a Porsche with a million miles on it. It'll smell like cigarette smoke and right. air freshener, and you're just like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I have a clean title. Well, yeah. we yeah. will find that pen at lunch and put it in the show notes. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't find it on a cursory search, so. It's out there. Montegrappa has some great stuff. This show has been sponsored by Montegrappa. If you're listening, Montegrappa, we Please will totally, <laughs> totally take your sponsorship. We will, we will, I will take a Montegrappa chaos. Yeah, they're, they're more ornate <laughs> pens, aren't for me, but they do, like, I think the Montegrappa Montegrappa is actually a really beautiful. pretty pen. Did you get to see mine? Yeah, you have a purple one, right? Lilac. Yeah, I do. Lavender I do. Something. It's cute. It writes really well, too. Okay, what else do we have to talk about? I have the Philly, oh. Philly recap, and then we're... Uh, 823 updates. You want to know what I decided oh. to do? Start over. Yes. So, oh God. After the outcry from everyone for my getting rid of an 823 because it's a great pen, I've decided to not totally get rid of the 823. Well, yes, you're going to cannibalize it for parts, I, harvest I, the organs, and I, use it for... I cannibalized my 823. Ah, so, boy. let's be real. Like The thing I liked about the 823 was the writing experience. I like the nib. I do not like the aesthetics of the pen. I do not like the filling system. Whoa, my God. Extra Odo. Matthew just showed us the Montegrappa. It's the Montegrappa Extra Odo Sapphiris Fountain Pen. Whoa, God. $3,300. Pretty. Diamond cut stone and rose gold trim. Over a carbon fiber core. Oh, it's lapis lazuli, which is one of my favorite stones. It's blue with a little bit of sparkle in it. Oh, lapis lazuli is stunning. It's like a big 192 pens only. Okay, this is so cool. The ancient Egyptians revered lapis lazuli's ultramarine color and shimmering finish. It was supposed to have healing powers and used for medical treatment. The same material has been used to craft this pen, limited to 192 pens in reference to the 192 known chapters of the Book of Death. I need this pen. And that is how they took all your money. I can't afford the, this pen. It's $3,300. It's such a number Ugh. on pens like that where I go... You could have a watch, like a really great mm. watch for that. Here you go. You have a decent car for that. You can have a decent at your used car dealership. <laughs> yeah. You're already trying you to sell us. Pay <laughs> off. Buy here, pay here. You could pay off your credit card debt. We should have that for pens. Yeah. Oh, Buy my God. Payday auto. That, payday payday <laughs> pens. Yeah. I think I am Montegrappa's target audience. I just don't have the money for uh, Their target audience is the guy who buys stuff just without even thinking about it. It's straight up impulse. He walks in with a wad of cash and goes, I want that, I want that, that's cool, I want that, I'll have that, pack it up, ship mm -hmm. it to me. I love that, though. That is beautiful. That's, it's it's great, sure. Okay, yeah. so back to I'm what I was board. telling you is, uh, the thing I love about the A23 is the writing experience. So I pulled the nib and the feet out of it. And I sold the body. And I bought a nib adapter from, um, what's that? Flexible Nib Factory. Dot com. Mm -hmm. So it basically uh -huh. allows me to slot my 823 nib into a Yovo number 6 
basically holder, but it doesn't have a nipple on the back for a converter or a cartridge, so it has to be like eyedroppered or piston. So I cannibalized it out and I put it in a Franklin Christoph modified model three. Three, thank you. Um, for now, and I eyedroppered it, and I'm going to give this nib to John Albert to go in my custom John Albert pen that he is making me that is a piston filler mm. and black, and it's mm. going to have a spider web overlay made out of silver. Oh, great. So That's it's great. taking one extra pen and making it even more extra by putting an 823 nib in it because this nib is really fantastic. I just don't like the rest of the pen. So I got rid of the rest of the pen and now have the best part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know this nib. Can we, I do. I just want to see it in here. I, really, I, I need to get an 823. It's a pen I don't have. It's it's by far my favorite. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a fine and a broad. I'm going to have one of each nib, I think. Yeah. I think at I some, know somebody who sells them. Yeah. Do you? He's kind, yeah. of a, he's kind of a dick. But, he is know. kind of a dick. Buy here, pay here. Buy here, buy here, pay here. What you want? One of them 823s? I got you. Lort. I yeah. got you. God. Buy one, get one. Appreciate your purchase. How's your mom and them? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you too. We do that at the LA show. Back like, I'm from Indiana. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How's your mom and them? How's your mom and them? What y'all doing Sunday? <laughs> that was my favorite podcast edit, by the way, of all the episodes we've done. Yeah. And I just went, man, this is so. I was, I've never laughed so hard. Yeah. Uh, that's that's interesting to see that on there. Yeah, it's really weird in a Franklin Christoph, isn't it? I want to get the number fifty nib in something. <laughs> if there's a way, I wish I wish Pilot would he sell me. He likes big nibs, and he cannot lie. I think yeah, that's the problem with you getting other like, fuckers can't bigger deny. pens. Is you're like, oh now. Now you know. It's all about the right. nib. I just want that big-ass nib, whatever it's in. Right. Wow, that... What what ink did you have in your Pelican? Uh, Quizzy number five. Azure number five. It is so sheeny. I'm mm -hmm. just looking at it is having dried. Is that the pronunciation dried. of that? Quizzy? Yeah, Whatever. I think so. I don't know. That's what someone, I call it. Someone corrected me who was from Poland at a pen show. And she was like, oh, you call it Quizzy. And she said it the right way. And it's like Germans would say, like, Kaveze or something. I, Polish is something similar. And... I'm not gonna say it. it right. I, I heard I Quizzy. Just, I just always do it like KWZ. Like this probably I, I closer to. I have no idea. I say Quizzy. I'll I'll DM him and ask him so I don't keep fucking this up. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> hmm. What are we showing? This is this is a, not a visual podcast. <laughs> Senor Don Gato was a cat. Do you know that song? Why well, it sounds really familiar? It's a it's like a kid's song. Let's, let's sing it for us. Senor Don Gato was a cat. You don't you don't know that? No. You, you need to look it up on YouTube. Okay. It's awful. It's awful. It's, but it's about worst. this. It's about this cat that just Why yeah, yeah, like yeah. He gets, he gets a things. Love, yeah, just gets a love letter and then he and then he dies and then comes back. Comes back to life. Oh comes my back god! To life he's a cat and he has nine mm. lives. Yeah. Senor Don Gato was a cat. Meow meow meow. <laughs> yeah, sat up there to read a letter, meow, 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 where the reading light was better, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> so you have to get yeah. that on a pen now. Yeah. Uh, I had written that in my notebook because I clearly was had that shit stuck in my head. It's channeling. Oh, I know what we can talk about real fast. Um, Matthew, you've worked with Retro 51 before. What's your, um, what's your thoughts on them saying we might be shutting the doors here? I'm actually kind of sad to see them go, you know. I mean, I had a really fun experience doing that pen with brad you know the pink robots and they're a cool company and i mean i think they're doing 
you know, there are some there are some serious retro collectors out there. You um, met one in Dallas. Yeah, I met one in Dallas that told me he was sitting on a bunch of the Pink Robots pins, by the way, which I have mixed feelings about. But he, you know. So as like a flipper eventually? No, he, well, maybe. Sort of. He buys multiples of each edition. He keeps one, uses one, and then he has others to possibly sell or do something with later. But he has one of um, every he has, release. He, he has them all. He has all of them. Entire, Every single, all of them. As far as I know, but um, and as far as he knows, <laughs> how, so, many, you know, how many pink robots were? Did you guys do in that? Five hundred. Okay. Yep. And I, ha I still, I have number five hundred. Brad has number one. I have number five hundred. Um, nice. Nice. And uh, but but so yeah, I mean it's it's sad because they are you know the retro fifty one, the little tornado. I remember buying one off of Amazon, early in my sort of pen days you know it was, it was a $20 pen from Amazon and I thought yeah. like whoa here we go <laughs> yeah. you know and yeah. it was sort of the first time I bought a pen you know that wasn't you know it was, it was sort of like my first sort of nice rollerball it was like you know it was it was a sort of a step up from the pilot g2s and stuff that I was carrying in my pocket and you know I remember you know they were just they're just a great gateway uh -huh. kind of pen I uh -huh. think and I mean I think they make good stuff um and I like I just love that they sort of embrace artists and the editions and they, you know, sort of have allowed so many retailers to do special editions and get them out there. So I mean they're really one of the only pen companies that are doing that, you know. And and you don't see a lot of retailer exclusives. Yeah, and they've been really kind to you. They have, yeah. I actually met Richard from Retro mm. at Dallas last year and um, it was my first time meeting him in person, and he was just super wonderful. kind and wonderful mm -hmm. to me, you know. Because that that pink robots was so well received. It was. It was a really well received pen. And I'm sure everybody would love to see if you would do another pen. Maybe, if retro sticks around long enough for me to crank one out. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do one more. Or yeah. maybe Brad and Michael buy the company. Yeah, maybe Brad and Michael buy the company. <laughs> you know, I saw Brad tweeted the other day that said something like. The pitch has been sent or something, and <laughs> see, Brad is such a baseball fan. I don't uh, know if he was talking about baseball or if he pitched to retro. I think mm. he pitched his Kickstarter pen to retro. Is my oh, guess. Mm. Okay. I think he wanted to do a pen for their Kickstarter, um, but maybe he also pitched buying the company from them. Hard to say. Brad would be a great retro owner because he loves the retro, and he's mm -hmm. done four or five. He might also just kind of let it continue to operate as it's doing, and yep, continue with. Uh, New models and yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a really good idea, Brad. If you're listening, we we are in full support. If Retro decides to sell, that you would be an, an excellent owner. Brad. If you acquire Retro and you need somebody to help you with the pen designs, you know who to call. It's you. It's me. It's me. Yes, sorry. <laughs> it's Matthew. <laughs> hey, Mike Hurley. Same thing. We totally full support you going in halfsies with Brad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, because I think about who else it could fall in the hands of. And just being like, yeah, and you know, I, into and it. I've actually worry worry a little bit about that because you know, like when the Esterbrook name was initially sort of brought back, mm. you know, they it was it was terrible. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, and you know, you don't want that. I don't I don't want trash pens with the retro name just for the sake of like making pens. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I would rather somebody buy the company and operate it as it is mm. than or you know, who loves somebody it and just it buy the yeah. rights to the retro name and slap it on whatever pen they're making. Yeah. Which is what Kodak, which what happened with Kodak, you know, mm -hmm. you know for example. Um, hmm. They're just slapping the Kodak name on these crappy digital cameras that 
Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And now well, everyone's like, "What's what's what's a Kodak?" Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Kodak was the world leader in photography for a long time, and then, yeah, you know, irrelevant. Right. Irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant. No, but, but still, nothing is worse than being completely irrelevant. Right. Yeah. After being a leader, but you know, yeah. but that's the problem, right? When you like, I just worry that someone will buy the rights to the Retro Fifty One name and put it on a product that isn't. Yeah. You know that, that doesn't hold up to their reputation. I guess. Yeah. That could. I just, yeah, I, I hope it goes in the hands of someone like, you know, carry it. Yeah, and as much like as I don't want to see the brand go away, I'd rather see them go away than get picked up by somebody who's going to make shitty pens mm -hmm. and just slap the name on it. Yeah. Um, okay, people listening, someone step up to the plate. Yeah. Or Brad. Brad yeah, Somebody find a rich uncle. Yeah. Dig deep. Know that it's going to continue to make you money. It'll be fine. They sell out of their limited editions, man. Those things. They do. Yeah. They sell quick. Who are you taking photos of? Cat's taking you. pictures. Oh, okay. I, I'm As taking usual. pictures. I'm, I'm looking like. Just ignore super, me. Super, super confused. <laughs> this is for our show notes. We take, we put, we use the photos. pictures. We need photos. John yelled at me because I don't take enough, apparently. You got to have a, that's a social media presence, man. You know? Social media. Um, All right. Tell us about Philly, John. Well, first pen show of the year. Uh, drove there 11 hours, which sucked. Uh, Hung out with a bunch of people. Brad from the Pen Act was there having his first show where he just walked around, actually. Um, and Super I was like, cool. really? Your first show just as a non-vendor? Ever? Was, yeah. Whoa. And he was like, well, this is my first show where I can just walk around hang out. So uh, we did the roundtable thing, the pen show after dark, and Gourmet Pens was there and had a bunch of her modified uh, parallels we got to play with. Um, Scott Franklin from Franklin Kristoff had a table, and I hung out with him a bunch. I actually met him for the first time at this show. Oh, he's great. And, and talk shop. He's he's into cars. He has an RS3. Oh, does he? Um, and I introduced him to Bring a Trailer, which is like the car auction site for enthusiast autos. So he's now very mad at me for that. Um, what else? Made a, I mean, hung out with a bunch of people I've talked to online that I've never met in person. So like, we had a watch meetup at my table. I was like, hey, a bunch of watch guys from Slack are going to be there. Let's try and meet up at some point. And someone was like, why don't we just meet at your table at like 2.30 on Friday? I'm like, that works for me fine. We're usually dead around that time. And I had a bunch of guys. Kalen was there with all his watches, yeah. a bunch of other dudes. And we were all just trying on watches and just talking shop. It was a ton of fun. That's awesome, man. So I got to try on uh, the GMT, this, the Grand Seiko, a couple Grand Seikos all weekend. They're so impressive. Basically, Grand the, Seikos are... Oh, man, <sighs> the entire show was sponsored by Seiko, I feel like, because everyone had Seikos on. Mm -hmm. um, but... What's funny is between the, the GMT and a Speedmaster Grand Seikos, I liked the Grand Seiko the most. Yeah. I think Which Grand Seiko strikes so a really surprising. interesting balance between sort of um, just features, finishing, and price, mm. you know, that I think a lot of the luxury brands maybe don't hit. You know, I mean, I mean you know, you're like, like buying like a paddock Philippe basically for yeah. way, way, way less. Exactly. On, on fit and finish. Yeah. 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 So I think the I think Grand Seiko I think Grand Seiko punch is kind of above their weight, you know. So they're so good. Yeah. I mean, have you ever looked at one underneath a loop? Not not under a oh, loop, no. But I've, I mean, I've looked at them, oh you know, in God. person. That it's are, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. They're their just, edges are perfect. I yeah. Mean, and the their transitions are really well done. Yeah. You know? It was it was fun. We we hung out. We got a tour Friday night of shown design. That's so neat. I would have you loved care, to you see that. Watches. I may or may not have tuned between channels and taken like five selfies while you were talking about watches. That's totally fine. You, did, did you it's, see it's any, better? You don't. Did know. you see any of Ian's watches? I, I did. I saw them in the corner and I was asking him about them. 
His finishing is oh, yeah, super phenomenal. He was like, but like, it's it's the same problem with any small shop, which is the cost to manufacture yeah. them versus you know having the movement and having the the brand prominence. And I'm like, dude, you'll get there. Just keep keep. Yeah. I mean, I I want to see smaller makers mm -hmm. of watches. So it was super fun. We had a their their pins are fantastic. The shown shown's yeah, yeah, his stuff is super and good. Beautiful Just stuff. The yeah, quality control. He was telling me about using Bach nibs. Mm -hmm and the stuff they have to go through to make them functional and work right. Right. He's doing so much work. And it's... He's it's, a really good It's guy. a really good dude, and it's super motivating hearing just how enthusiastic they are about making pens and, like, trying to do something different. Yeah. And not just turning out a... Pro you know, again, where it's, like, yeah. just a Control-P kind of situation where, like, well, we're just making this. People are buying it. Who cares? Like, they actually are trying to make a great I product. think Ian's little ballpoint is one of the best... EDC pins, mm. maybe it might be like the best, the best EDC pin. It's tiny, it's super durable, it's really no nonsense. I mean, it uses the Fisher Space Pin refill, yeah. which you know, as much as people don't love the Fisher refill, you know, for whatever reason, I mean, it writes anywhere, like literally, and it's just a great. Like if I was gonna take a pen that and just throw it in my car, and it was just gonna be like a car pen that I would use, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, you know that would be it. Yeah, the uh, and I, I own. I, I I have an Ian shown. It's not one of his fountain pens. One of his ballpoints. Did you get a pocket six, John? I did not. No, I bought my one thing there, and I'm like checking. I I was honestly busy busier at the show than I thought I'd be. Oh, that's great. Um, it that's was so a good. Really good show for us. Um, that's great. Despite it being hotter than literal hell in there, <laughs> which I feel like every show. I'm never going to make fun of the drum ghouls for wearing shorts at a show. Because, right. you know, they're from Texas and you assume out there just always wearing shorts. I wear jeans to try to look more professional. I'm a shorts and t-shirt kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, just wear shorts, John. I'm just going to give in just wear shorts. Because it's like, it's there. every pin show is super hot inside. Yeah. yeah. Um, drum the pocket six in, in are in their beautiful. shorts with a $15,000... I mean, it's hard. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. What are you going to say? Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Drum are <laughs> yeah. killing it. Like, yeah. killing it yeah. in their shorts. I remember, one, I remember going to their table with Jonathan Brooks one time, and he was looking at some, some I don't know, really high-end pen, and he hands it to me, and I'm looking at it, and I was like, man, this is super cool, dude. I was like, you got, I was like, this is very you, Jonathan. Like, you got to get this thing. And he was like, oh, that's like, he's like, that one's like $18,000. And I like, lost <laughs> it. Yeah. And it panned it back. Yeah. But, you know, that's what I love that about the drawing wheels. I'll hand you anything out of the Every, case. I mean, I walk, they were next to us at St. Louis, and I just kept walking over, just going like, all right, I'm going to steal that one. I'm going to steal that one. Like, I'm like, man, you guys have so much inventory out here. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's crazy. Cool stuff. They super, have really super wonderful cool stuff. choices. Um, yeah. Have you guys been to the Philly Pen Show? I no. I recommend it to those. It's in the city. Food scene's fantastic. Yeah. Easy to get in and out of. Not what I thought it'd be. So, super fun. Um, I've heard it's slightly smaller than Atlanta. Uh, yeah, it had the same size feel to it. Yeah, like as, not as Atlanta. If, if not huge, not small. Yeah, like I'd say medium so. Medium size. Yeah, and a lot of good people there, and we had a ton of fun. And the pin show after dark with that scene was fantastic. Um, but every show is different. Yeah. You know, so. It's neat. The um, show design, what else did we do? The watch meetup. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you go to a, if you go to a pen show, just remember, every single time you're there, at a certain point, you have to decide to go to bed. Um, I, I stayed up way too late Friday night as uh, <laughs> we start talking watches and drinking scotch. Um, but it is the most fun you'll ever have at a pen show. And the time keep, keeps ticking away, and you're like, okay, I have to go to bed eventually. Keep looking at your watch. But 
it's so much fun. And I just, I love hanging out with people after hours at the yeah. show. So it's the best neat. part of the show. Yeah. It's the best part. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's cool to walk around a show and see the see pens and stuff in person, but you know, I can buy pens online or whatever, buy them from any of you, any of the retailers that are there. Yeah. So the people is what I go to the pen shows for. It's Absol- always the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, got, got to play with a lot of cool pens and, and watches and it was definitely seemed watch heavy focus, which yeah. I'm, I'm fine with. So. There's a there's a cool crossover with that. We talked about that last time I was on. Yeah. There, so. Yeah. What did, what you you recently acquired something, right? I did. Yeah. So I had the Seamaster that was going to be sort of my one watch collection, um, and I found that it sort of lacked sort of the versatility to be a one watch collection because mm-hmm. um, it was black. Well, it was black for one, and you know, I guess if you're going to have only one watch, like black is probably the way to go because it sort of does kind of go with everything. But the Seamaster just it didn't. It didn't work as a one watch collection the way I hoped it would, so I, I sold it. And um, I, for right now, I've I've got an Oris, um, the uh, Big Crown Pro Pilot. It's so nice. Let me see this bad boy. Um, I just a really love that pen. Really watch. beautiful, really beautiful watch. I've got it on a on a NATO strap. Ooh, great, great NATO. Yeah, this is. This I will is say, gr- oh wow, this is really good. In person. I don't know it's got anything a really about beautiful, um, sort of subtle yeah. sunburst blue dial, and then yep. the the. This is the new version. It's the 2019 version of the watch that has applied indices. So the the Arabic, Apply, the applied Apparic. indices. That's that's such inside baseball. Yeah, every guy. So the, like a, the numbers, the are, numbers slightly are slightly raised up off of yeah, the they're background. They're, they're, 3D. they're applied to the to the to the dial. Um, it's got. It's just a great. It's a great looking little watch. It's got a lot of really subtle details. It's this got this sort of diagonal fluting to the bezel uh, around around the dial and then they carry that over to the crown and then I, they also carried it over onto the back of the watch so it's meant to sort of be reminiscent of a of a turbine engine it's a turbine beautiful. engine in, a, in an aircraft see this is why watches in person changes everything because online you see it and everything looks like it's in the same instagram one by one square right and it looks the same but right. then when you see it in person, you're like, oh, okay, the fit and finish. Yeah, I, I mean, it's funny. The the more I look at that watch, the more I find these little subtle details that I think are really yeah, beautiful. for and, sure. And, um, it's just been a great watch. So I um, like it. It's, it's sort of that pilot field yeah, it's watch got a pilot to field it. watch feel to it. It's, yeah, uh, it like works it. well on a on a NATO. Works on a bracelet. It works on leather. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, so it's it's pretty versatile and and it's inexpensive enough that I feel like I can own four or five other watches, and still. Yeah. Yeah, you know the Omega was such an expensive watch that you know I had to sell basically all of my watches to buy the Omega, um, but this one gives me a little flexibility that I can have, you know, a dress watch, a kind of a, you know, a beater watch, an everyday watch like this yeah. would be an everyday piece. I can wear it to work, whatever. So that's your idea was to get this and then acquire a few other pen, uh, watches to kind of flush out your collection to be a multi watch. Yeah, I see myself as like a. Three to five watch. Person. That's a great position to be in, though. And what's like, that other Seiko that you have? Oh, and so I found I forgot I had it. See, the Seiko discontinued <laughs> the SKX. Yeah, you know, and then yeah. they brought the Seiko Five. That whatever. Right. I've got feelings about that. Um, oh, I'm curious about that. So they ticked some boxes. They gave drilled lugs. Uh-huh. They did a sapphire crystal. Uh-huh. They did the NH36 or whatever movement, uh-huh. NH35 movement. Um, so it gets the hacking and hand winding. Um, so it hand winds, so you can wind it. My hand cat's looking at me like I'm speaking Japanese over here. <laughs> um, and then hacking means the second hand stops when you pull the crown oh, out, okay. so you can set the time precisely. So they did that, but then they took away a screw down crown and gave it 100 meters of water resistance, I think, with a display bag. Because no one cares. And I'm like, why did you do that? You Because know, people don't go like, diving with it. 
Yeah, I know people don't go diving with it, but at least keep the screw down crown. Like if you're gonna, That's, you know. So, um, so they're anyway, trying so, to position themselves higher somehow. Um, I have an SKX 009, which is the blue with the Pepsi bezel. Oh yeah, um, right, right. That I bought. It's like and, blue and red on the bezel, and a blue in the background. Have it. Oh yeah. So I bought it a long you time ago. I bought the blue one and the black one, um, and I kept. I sold the black one, the blue one. I do love these. So when, when I heard that the SKX was discontinued, I put that away, thinking like, oh, I'll save it in case there's oh. like a crazy run on them. I'll flip it yeah. for a bunch of money. And I just can't bring myself to get rid of it. And I forgot I had it. I mean, you can't now it. because they're they're basically gone. And yeah. if you want to modify it later and do something with it, you can, you're never going to like lose oh, money that, in these. John's watch, Matthew's putting on John's watch, his Seiko turtle. turtle? I love the turtle. It's yes. the best shape. It's the best case shape. But you don't I like never it. liked the shape before until I tried it on when I, when I bought it. And, and I was like, it. oh, I get it. But you and a gold watch is not you. <laughs> I didn't think gold you know, was, you know, gold uh, was this, not my this thing. This gold like is, so this is more of a bronze or like a brass, yeah. like, like a, like a, deeper brass kind mm. of bronzy color than it is gold it's not and it's brushed really nicely so it's not flashy. i mean it was 250 bucks on amazon it's a cool watch <laughs> so i was like okay i have to i have to try this get the, and the gilt hands on it which it's are really really freaking good it's good and i'm not a gold i didn't think i was a gold guy but I love i'm slowly leaning into it let's round this out with a character carry um just to recap last week we started or last time we started star wars and um, some of you liked our thoughts on what a Darth Vader and Kylo Ren might be carrying, and some of you did not. Well, we asked for your input, and we got a lot of input back. Um, some of it actually very, very great. So let's... Um... So um... <laughs> are you taking a selfie, Matthew? Yeah, get out of my... Get off my Mr. Don't Take My Picture is taking a selfie. It's on his own terms. So the I love some of the things that you guys sent us as your ideas. So Ink Farts, which also love your handle, said uh, Darth Vader would carry a Conid king size in Delrin with black polished titanium furniture. I agree with that. Like, so good. And then their next statement said... I also oh. would carry a Conid king size in Delrin with black <laughs> Does that mean that you're <laughs> Darth Vader? I, mean, I think it means that I like that pen. And then they followed it up with, poor Kylo would probably follow with a giraffe. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Which makes me laugh. Um, oh, Mike says, I think Darth Vader would have a sailor pink that he sharpie black as he went to the dark side. Pink love. Pink love. That's a that's a like a limited edition bung box. That's like oh. glittery and beautiful. Oh yeah. And then he would then sharpie. Black. That makes sense. Sharpie. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love it. I think it's so funny. Uh, Darth Vader would have a Sailor 1911 black luster. Kylo Ren would have an Aurora 88 black Mamba. Also oh. not not incorrect. I love that. Um, Ink Antidorus. Uh, she said um, Dark Vader would have a Visconti Dark Age. Mm. And I got a, I got a few DMs about the Visconti. That mm -hmm. that being a good pen, I did too. And and she said that he would have a Turk blade, ground by the best nibmeister on the dark side in a galaxy far, far away. I'm like, yes, yes. She also said that he would have ox blood or diamond deep dark red or something like that. And I'm See, like, I think yeah, I think the red ink because uh, red lightsaber. So mm -hmm. that makes sense. I love it. I love it when you guys send us your thoughts about the pens. 
Um, Sharpied black, those. So to continue along our uh, Star Wars, let's do Yoda and Luke Skywalker. Oh, I have one more. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Darth Vader has a Meisterstück 149. Kylo Ren, his cheap knockoff Darth Vader, has lightsaber. His lightsaber sputters and has flow issues. In quotes, he carries a Gen Hot One Five. <laughs> no, <laughs> I still stand by my dorsal fin too. I think that's the right pen uh, for him, but that's okay. Yeah. And the my the the um, Strasimon, I think I like my someone, choices. Someone else mentioned that that they would have the the Strasimon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it'd be the Visconti also trying to be that Pelican too. There's a lot of Pelican-Visconti overlap. Combos, yeah. Yeah. And I get that. And I think I love hearing from all of you. So what would Yoda have, John? We're doing Yoda? Yeah, Yoda and Luke Skywalker. Oh, because we're not doing Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yoda. Just yay. Once you finish Mandalorian. Then we'll do Baby Yoda. Which is the best show ever on TV. God, it's good. Um, It's so good. Come back to me. I I wasn't ready. You are the one who put Yoda in the... In the show notes. I, I like to do this on the spot. I am <laughs> jump, jumping fire. Yoda. So we kind of talked about this in the car on the way up here. Like, I don't think Yoda would have a pen pen like that he would put in his pocket. He's the not a fountain pen guy? No, no, no. He would have a desk pen. Yeah, like a Nakaya desk pen or a, or like maybe even an old, like a, just an old desk pen mm-hmm. set. Like a Waterman or like an Estabrook mm-hmm. desk pen. He would definitely have a Nakaya. Yeah. I think he would yeah. not have an actual pen that you put in a case and take with you. I think he would for sure be a desk pen person. So yeah. I vote Nakaya Nakaya desk pen in probably Hecky Tominari because What's the like the blue green is there a blue green gradient combo? I mean I'm sure he could probably convince someone he's Yoda. Yeah, I think his I mean, would be, would be, the, would be the, the black or brown the brownish over green. Yeah, the Hecky Hecky Tominari. I think he would have Hecky Tominari. Yeah, that's totally a Yoda pen. Yeah. What do you think, John? I think yes, but also it'd be one that's like covered in moss and kind of crappy looking. Oh, so maybe like maybe the like the the the, the, the pen fit, the unpolished. Oh, and then yeah. maybe have one of the, have like the crack in it. The uh, oh, what's the, that? Um, um, that finish that has cracks in them. Yeah, That'd yeah. be cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm but thinking his would be like would be from like you know a thousand years of use. Right. But I was thinking, like, of Yoda, not in the swamp, but, like, back when he was still, like, living where the Jedi were OG training and Yoda. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Before, like, the fall. But then, you, so maybe the pen would be new, like, then. But then you see him <laughs> Using towards it. the end. So and it, and it'd it's be all CGI, like, is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, it'd be weathered. It'd be a CGI pen. It would. <laughs> I mean, Crappy. Star Wars is CGI, anyway, yeah. like, for the most part. So. Yeah. I mean, it's the like, good Star Wars were all puppets and small scale models but um, so that's what I think we think for Yoda Naka yeah yeah desk pen I agree with that I'll sign off on that yeah okay I like that tell us if we're wrong Luke 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 hmm that's tough what'd you guys come up with I thought he would have my Kasama Una in the peak that's just because it matches the color of his yeah, but no, but listen to me. This is why I think he would have it too. It's very ergonomic to write with. It's extremely durable and it's stain resistant. You can literally throw it in your pocket. It's very, very, very like easy to carry. I actually stuck it in my front pocket and I never put pe- pens in my pockets and I put that in my pocket. And I think he would have I would think he would have a pen like that that's light and easy to carry and something that's probably like not I just don't see him as having a major brand. 
Like I see him having like a hipster brand. Like what what yeah. about because he was handed his first lightsaber from Obi Wan and it was his father? So wouldn't he be handed like his father's pen? That's an so interesting like a, thought. Like, like a really old Schaefer That'd be or cool. Parker, and like this is your pen for men. Oh, by the way, speaking of pen for men, John. Shout out to John at the Philly Pen Show for letting me try his blue <laughs> pen for men with factory stub. How was it? Fucking fantastic. It's a stupid good pen. It's so good. He was just like, I think you might have yeah, The Schaefer PFM this. is probably, Ugh. yeah, it's, it's, it's one that. So you're saying he's going to have a pen for men that was his dad's that's given to him by Obi-Wan Kenobi. Not necessarily a pen for men. I just, I don't think he's, I don't think he was ready for that. He's not ready. He's not ready for that yet. So what, what do you think Luke's going to carry? You know, if, if it was a modern pen, I'd say something something in, like, Delrin. Like a it, tactile turn? Yeah, like a tactile turn or a Conant or something in, like, a durable material mm -hmm. that, you know, is not going to, you know, because, I don't know. He was a just, farmer. I mean, he's kind of like a just kid. So just a wooden pencil maybe that's sort of <laughs> been sharpened with a pocket knife, an old pocket I mean, knife. He, he's pretty dumb, like, throughout the whole series. He's kind yeah. of an idiot. He gets handed the lightsaber. He finally makes one in like what the third movie, mm. and in in Jedi he finally has his own. Yeah. So like, he's not gonna have like this crazy. He's not gonna have a Naka yet. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's okay. what I'm saying. I, I think he would have something a little more utilitarian, just like a, a more, like a tactile turn in Delrin. Yeah. yeah. Some durable. I don't think he'd have a Conan. It'd be too expensive for him. Yeah, huh. so. Unless it was given to him. Fair. The I reason wanted, I liked Kasama is like I just imagine him knowing like small makers around wherever he is and like he's like, whatever, Hey, can you make me a pen and whatever the Jawa sold him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. For super cheap that his uncle had. Like whatever's in the cup holder of his like, Yeah, land. I think the he, Millennium he's Falcon the land, there's something. Yeah, right? he's the Holiday and Express pen guy. He's the guy <laughs> yeah. that's like, Oh, I found this and yeah. like, it works. Like that that's totally him. Yeah. Well, um, send us your messages of what you think they would carry. I'm more excited for that than anything because I feel like someone's going to have this great idea for Luke and Yoda. Yeah. We're missing something with Yoda. There's something Not there. Not a desk pen. I think that's a great yeah, answer. I, I think a desk pen for Yoda for sure. And Luke would have something hand me down. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to beat that. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you all for listening to the Leaky Nib episode 16. It's been way too short. We got to do more of these. You got to come to Indy more often, man. Yeah. It's I'll been fun. That. Yeah. Um, or you guys come to the south sometime. We'll I, I can't go south of Mason Dixon line. I'll, you I don't know. Good barbecue. I, I, I have. I have got the best barbecue. I don't have a better follow up for that now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you go to Atlanta. I, so. I know. Where can they find you online, uh, At Matthew? Hey Matthew on Instagram and Twitter and Etsy and uh, yeah, and, Etsy. and Twitter. <laughs> um, Pinterest. I don't tweet often, but when I do, it's usually at a company, and I get my way. So HeyMatthew.com. Yeah, I'm basically Karen. <laughs> seeking the manager on oh, Twitter. Hey, hey Karen. Yeah. Create a fake one. Right, I should. Yeah. Hey Karen. Hey Karen. Um, yeah, and then, you know, heymatthew.com. Check out your artwork, people. Yeah. Check out his his artwork, sorry. Yeah, and your own English. artwork. You should you should check out your own artwork. Be proud mm -hmm. of it. I don't speak good today. And you can you can follow Bless me. His heart. <laughs> Boys, come on. Rain it in. We got to we got to wrap this up. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at InkyCatWrites and online at InkyCatWrites.com. You can follow me at Lemur Inc. That's L-E-M-U-R-I-N-K. It's not a Lemur. It's not a French company. It's a fountain pen company. On Instagram, LemurInc.com for all your fountain pen needs. And you can follow us together at The Leaky Nib and online at TheLeakyNib.com. Send slide, us your hate mail. <laughs> slide into our DMs with your dick pics. Don't do that. <laughs>
<laughs> or if you do, to say attention cat on the no. subject line for <laughs> so I don't open it. Please. Yeah. Attention, John. Attention, yeah, HR. Oh, God. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We had a great one. Thanks for coming in, man. We'll see yeah, you guys in Thanks for having me. I love it. <laughs> yeah, see you in two weeks. Bye.